Hey everybody, welcome to the Big Podcast. Just goes James with Jake. Episode one fifty four. Jake, how's it going? You know, it's going great. It's playoff time. Shark season's ending soon. Baseball season has started. And we had some big breaking Niners news that happened earlier today. So, you know, going well. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for asking. I mean, um, like, how's your family? Like, you know, like, how's your dad, mom and dad and everything? You know, they're, they're alive, so all good there. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, you'll to see, yeah, some uh, big 49ers news that we'll talk about uh, later on. Um, but let's talk about the best team in the Bay Area, and that is the San Jose Earthquakes, who have not been the best team because they're 0-2-5 on the year, last in the entire league, and they fired their head coach last week. And that's your San Jose Earthquakes minute. Moving on, let's talk about the second best San Jose team, and that is... Yep, San Jose Sharks, um, well... Dear God. <laughs> You know, they're tw- they're actually now thirty thirty four and ten. Um, they had they were twenty nine thirty four and ten a couple days ago. They lost ten straight games, seven wins in their last thirty one games. Keck W. However, they're not getting Keck blown w. out. They're not getting blown. They're losing by like one goal and they're going to overtime a lot. But they did snap their ten game losing streak a couple days ago against the Wild, I believe, um, three to two. Uh, they had a debut of Thomas Bordalo, who's one of their top prospects, who was signed after his college season ended in the finals of the college tournament for hockey. Um, he's like 5'9", but he's an incredible offensive player. He has two points in his first two games, two assists. Had a great pass a nice. minutes ago for a goal. Um, nice. And he's pretty good. And their young guys are playing well. Their young goalies playing well. They're just doing what good tanking teams do, which is you play well, but you lose, but you have young players who show up. And that's all you need to ask for. And that's your your, your that's your Sharks Minute. <laughs> yeah, two great minutes there. You'll have to see it. But yeah, let's move on. Like Jake was saying earlier, baseball has finally started. Wake me up in October. But, Jake, go ahead and talk about your San Francisco Giants. Yep, Giants. Uh, they had a game today against the uh, New York Mets. They won. Carlos Rodon pitched five innings, had nine strikeouts. His first three starts as a Giants starter, um, he has 17 innings pitched, 29 strikeouts, eight hits, and two earned runs. Pretty good. The Sharks, the Sharks, the Giants are eight and four on the season. Uh, they're on a 11 game road trip, which is now uh, six games done. They're four and two on the road trip. They lost two yesterday in a doubleheader against the Mets. And close games, they swept the Cleveland Guardians pretty easily. Uh, they're eight and four. Their pitching is in, their pitching is really good. Um, looks like it's gonna be another fun year, another another season of a lot of wins for the Giants. Yeah, you love to see it. Nice for that. Um, yeah, the Oakland Athletics uh, right now currently sitting at seven and six. Uh, lost their Blue Jays uh, series one to two. Currently. Uh, Battling the Baltimore Orioles, uh, where they lost today, one to zip. They have their game uh, and the series game tomorrow at twelve thirty-seven. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have really not much to talk about. I really don't like to watch baseball till like later in the season. Uh, but A's baseball right now is just ass. Uh, like I've been saying before, um, I'm a Braves fan now, so it's all good. 
Uh, but Jake, why don't you talk about this up-and-coming rising star who's on the Cleveland Guardians? Well, this is a little bit... When, we, when I first wrote this down, <laughs> this was a day after it happened, and we're supposed to record a couple weeks ago, but, you know, things happened, and we recorded this episode today. Um, so this is kind of outdated, but his first five games, Guardians rookie outfielder Stephen Kwan, who's from, Paul, who's from the Bay Area, went five full games without swinging and missing on a pitch to start his MLB career, um, which is insane. Uh, his stat line right now, is still pretty good, not as good as it once was, because he was 10 for 16 at the time I wrote that, um, which is 600 average. He's now batting 387, which is still really good, six RBIs, 12 hits and 31 at-bats. Um, he has struck out three times and has walked eight times, which usually is the other way around. Usually you strike out more than you walk, but he's doubled his walks to strikeouts. Pretty good, pretty good. Um, I think he's, any other baseball news you want to talk about aside from uh, Stephen Kwan, Jake? Yeah, there's not really much to talk about. Uh, oh, Shohei Otani had a start today where he had 12 strikeouts in, I think, five innings, gave him one base runner, and hit a home run. No, hit a uh, hit two home runs yesterday, struck out 12 today, and got a bunch single as well in the game today as well. As well. Yeah. So yeah, baseball's times. a long season, right? I mean, obviously, it's a lot harder to talk about every single game when we're talking about baseball. But um, obviously, when the season and we have our episodes, we'll go ahead and, and review what had happened and stuff like that. Obviously, with the A's still... Um, I don't even know what to say, to be honest. The, Frankie Montas is still on the team, but um, he'll be traded sooner rather than later. Um but yeah, baseball. I mean, other than that, did you have anything else to add, Jake, about baseball? Um, no, go Giants. Fuck the A's. Yeah, fuck the A's. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's move on. Let's talk about the Warriors. It's basketball playoffs. We fucking love basketball playoffs here on the BA podcast. Uh, while the Warriors are ended up being the three seed to end the season, uh, taking on the six seeded Denver Nuggets, uh, their series started uh, this past Saturday. Um, Steph did indeed play that game coming off the bench. Um, for that game was a little rusty to start the game, but you know, so, so finally made a shot and stuff like that. Um, did his thing. Uh, Warriors ended up winning that game in a landslide victory, one twenty-three to one hundred seven. Um, they have a note here just saying, "Pull is that guy." Uh, oh yeah, obviously, yeah. Chicken Guy, uh, notorious, and Swood has definitely called us out on this, saying that we were big. Jordan Poole haters, and I absolutely definitely own up to that. I was a big Jordan Poole Yeah, Poole but guess what? Hater. Guess what? We have something on Swid, though. We have what? Or I do. We have something on Swid, though. Okay, what is that? Jonathan Kaminga. Oh, yep. Yeah, I'm true, true. Not as much, true. As, not as, much as he has not on as us, though. Lately. Us was, not as much as lately. Us was um, um, Jordan Poole better be learning Turkish soon because he's going to be playing Biscuitus. yeah. yeah. Right, Which is my right, favorite thing right, to say right. about a shitty basketball player. It's like, well, you better you better start learning Turkish soon. Um, but, yeah, the drum pool is that guy. Um, obviously, we'll say it now. The Warriors did indeed win on this past Monday, too, where they had their second game. Um, he, Jordan Poole has combined 59 points in two games as a starter. Uh, I, I forget what that was ranked. I think it was either third or fourth in debuting in the playoffs. Uh, compared to, I think, uh, Jordan and another name. But I think it was Larry Bird was another person on that list. Um, but 
the question here is this, this Jordan Poole. Obviously, this is just a question, but it's the, the answer is very easy. Is that will Jordan Poole continue to be in the starting lineup? I don't think so. Um, I do think Steph will start for game three after two days rest uh, with the game coming on, uh, three days rest coming on Thursday tomorrow uh, in their game in Denver. Um, but what are your thoughts on that, Jay? Oh, and or your whole thoughts on Jordan Poole playing this well as a starter in the playoffs so far. So the question is, just to, if those who are you know, listening to the podcast zoned out there, I'm not saying that's what I did. Is, is Steph going to start game three? That's the question. Yeah. For those who zoned out, not that Jesus I did or Christ. anything like that, that, I was definitely paying attention. Um, I think they might just – I think they might stick with it until they lose, where they have pool start and stuff off the bench. Because why why mess up a good thing? Although their starts haven't been great, it's when they have that three guard lineup, which is they, when they turn yes. it up, uh, the three G lineup. Um, no, no, yeah. no. It's called the barbecue chicken lineup. What was that? Uh, what was it? What, what did what did TNT call it? Which is like the dumbest thing I've ever heard that no one's ever said. It was something like something like it was a dumb nickname that you know white people. Was it not the three G lineup? Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! I can say that. Whoa. Um, I'm not sure if it was a 3J lineup or not, but whatever, it doesn't matter. But I think they'll stick with it um, until they lose. Or unless they have a really bad start, then like, hey, you know what, our starts haven't been great to start. <laughs> um, so let's uh, switch it up, but I think they keep going with it. Okay, interesting. You? Yeah, just, I mean, obviously, definitely topic of discussion. Um, I, I think Steph does indeed start Game Three. I think he's he's had his time coming off the bench. Um, I think Steph does indeed start Game Three against Denver uh, tomorrow. Um, update on the NBA playoffs: had a couple games today. Uh, we watched. We're we, Jake and I were watching the Sixers Raptors game before this. That headed into overtime. Sixers are leading the Raptors uh, three to zero in that series. Mm-hmm. Uh, in other games, you have the Pelicans and Suns tied. One and one. Um, big news there where Devin Booker might be out or missing some time. Uh, might miss games three and four. Uh, we can see what the Pelicans can do. Ben and Ingram playing pretty well. I think he dropped like 30, 30 something in the second game. Uh, you have the Grizzlies and Timberwolves here also tied at one and one. That's a bit of a surprise there. Um, Anthony Edwards playing really well in his first two games in the playoffs. And uh, John Morant. Uh, I haven't heard much from John Morant in the playoffs as as of late. Um, also, regarding that, why is he the most improved player and not Jordan Poole? Yeah, I don't get that. I, I think yeah, does it make yeah? He's an all star. Like what? Yeah, zero cents. Jordan Poole started last season as a fucking G leaguer and has made into a starter in the playoffs. And he's not considered most improved player. Uh, doesn't make it. The other two, um, who are the other two? I can't even fucking remember. Jordan Poole was taking uh, Turkish lessons last year. Now he's a, should be. One, yeah. Yeah. Now he's a starter in the playoffs, dropping 50, 59 points in two games. It's like, what? Doesn't make any lot of sense. The other two, I think Darius Garland being one of them. I can't think of the other uh, the, the other guy, but Jordan Poole should be in that and makes zero sense of John Moran being in it. I don't understand that at all. Um, MVP race, Jokic, 
Embiid, and I forget the other third name again. But, yeah, aside from that, uh, updates on the playoffs again. Jazz and the Mavericks tied up one-on-one. Uh, Luka Doncic has been missing for the uh, first two games in that series, but the Mavericks uh, did indeed steal one against the Jazz. Um, I think there was a game where Rudy Gobert only had one shot in that game. But he had like 17 rebounds. I thought it was one pass that he got from uh, Mitchell. I think that was... I think that was like towards the end of the season that was happening a lot. I don't know. They, they have beef. They and suck. I don't think, They're frauds. And I and there was a time. Where, no, this is probably still going on. There is a time that there was a report that if Rudy Gobert doesn't become available, Warriors question mark. Mm. Warriors question mark. I've seen teams. I mean, Rudy Gobert, great defender. You, you gotta give it to the guy, but. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't want him. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I saw the Warriors like you know, in, they were in that report. Uh, but we'll see. Obviously, come time in the off season. Um, the Heat lead the Hawks uh, two two games two games right now in their series. Uh, Trey Young not playing great in these series. I think he had eight points in the first game that they played. Uh, Boston uh, getting the win over the Nets today. And an actual, I think you quoted uh, Nets choke job, Jake. Um, yep. Boston playing well. You have the Sixers. We talked about that already. Uh, and beating the game winner uh, in that game. And right now, that's going on is the Bucks and Bulls game. I think they're in halftime, but they just started their game. The Bulls are leading that game sixty nine, nice to fifty three over the Bucks uh, right now. Um, Anything that you want to talk about in the playoffs specifically, Drake? Do you have any any thoughts or anything you want to talk about or anything like that? Um, not none of this. the The best series has been um, Boston Nets. You know, Boston leads that two nothing. Um, the series I do not care about at all is Jazz Mavericks, and um, probably Heat Hawks. Yeah, yeah. I don't give. A, yeah, I, I, I don't, could care less about are, that game. Yeah, I agree. Four boring, um, four, three boring teams, only one good one. Um, yeah, which the Heat are kind of overrated. I think they're not. They're not a true number. Well, they're out of number one seed, but no one thinks they're like a title contender. Um, right. The Bucks are better. Sixers are better. Uh, but the Heat had the one seed, so they have home court advantage. That kind of help. That helps them a lot. Right. Uh, but other than that, um, don't really care about that series. Um, the best series. Oh, I said that already. Um, the Pelicans Suns is interesting because Devin Booker's up the next two games and it's a tie series. 1-1. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of games, obviously, still to watch in the first round. It's going to be exciting. I love playoff basketball. It's just different than regular season. Obviously, that more on the line here, trying to win a championship. It's, you know, it's a lot better. It's, it's more bearable to watch, in my opinion, other aside from regular season games, which I don't really watch aside from the Warriors games. But, yeah, let's talk about, uh, other than that, I mean, let's just move on. Let's talk about some football here. Um Talk about the San Francisco 49ers, a.k.a. the San Clara 49ers. Um, earlier this week, or I think it was last week, the Panthers were supposedly taking a look at Jimmy G. Which um, could be back come on the fruition. table. What were you saying? I didn't hear what you said. It could be back on the table now, according to this other news that we're going to talk about. And I'll tell you why Yeah, later. so, yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, Jimmy G still on the team. No idea why. Uh I mean, obviously, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch have already went on and stated that why give up Jimmy G when 
yeah, you know, whatever. But then, you know, there are other reports where the 49ers have already have, have, uh, have supposedly said that Trey Lance indications that he will be the starter for the 2022 season. And I would love for that to happen. Um, yeah. But yeah, any, any thoughts or anything you want to talk about this before we get into bigger news? No, not really. Uh, I guess the Jimmy G, the reason why he's here because no one else wants him. And right, you kind of want to hopefully wait till he's healthy. Hope hope for an injury, which you never you know hope for, but hope someone gets hurt so you can trade him for a you know second round pick or something like that, which they probably won't get. But you know they have to stick with it now. It's already too late. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Well, moving on from that, the bigger news here is um, if you've been. In a, in a in a in a in a nuclear bomb shelter, not knowing what's going on in the NFL world, you probably don't know that Debo Samuel is having quite an off season with the 49ers as of late. Um, obviously, still without a new contract, looking for an extension. Uh, still has one more year in his contract. Um, the earlier report was that he was not was not going to participate in the off season program. A lot has happened. Uh, yeah. that, I mean, it's fresh in our mind that we know that this is what's going on and has now requested a trade from the 49ers. And Jake, why don't you elaborate on the topic? Yeah, so yesterday, let's talk about yesterday. Yesterday on Facebook, his brother was talk, was um, commenting on a Niners chat, a Niners like, page or something like that, um, saying that they're basically going to ask to get traded and that is not going to be on the Niners anymore. Um, he, his brother then tweeted that he was joking, and I thought, okay, well, first off, weird that his brother is trying to get involved, trying to get his name out there, which no one cares about his brother. It's about Debo only. Uh, so his brother decided to, you know, try to get notoriety or something like that, I guess, by saying this. Um, but then he... Like, I don't, like I, the issue I have of it is that, like, why are you saying this when your brother hasn't said anything? Because now right. it puts him in a terrible situation, where people are asking, "Hey, is this true?" Then he's like, uh, "Yeah, he doesn't want to say." Then today he came out and said, "Yeah, I'm, I'm I want to be traded." That he's not happy with, that it's not about money, that he's not happy with his role, that he's being used too much. And there's this perfect tweet by Theo Ash on uh, Twitter. He's like, Debo Samuel is the first receiver in modern history to, to want less touches. Yeah, I don't get that. It, it's it's kind of crazy to think you you would want you would think that the best player on the team offensively would want the most touches, right? Yeah. Um. Because you do get a lot of people in the NFL, um, specifically, you know, star players and stuff like that, saying, I, I, I need more touches, give me the ball, and stuff like that. I'm not unhappy with the role on, the, on offense. And, and here, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Debo was the offense last year. Okay, well, you, you, everyone will agree with that. If it wasn't for Debo, we would have lost a, a lot of games. We wouldn't be as competitive as we would have been. Um, but 
and said and was mic'd up during a game saying, give me the ball, I want it, scores a touchdown right after saying that. It, it's it's very unfathomable to think that a player at his caliber wouldn't. It, it's, it's mad at his usage, right? Yeah, but that, um, that's what I was thinking at first. But then I was like, yeah, you, was it, that's what I first saw. Because I didn't hear about like the I said that like, he was unhappy with his usage, but then I was like, it kind of makes sense because running back you get more like right. That's what I was gonna yeah I, yeah. I agree. I that's what I was gonna allude to right now. It's the money disparity between positions right where um, receivers are definitely you know are paid a lot more than running backs right and tens of millions of dollars right. You, you, the NFL, it's a game, but it's also still a business. You see, players are going to want to get paid uh, what they are going to get paid for the rate that they are going in the offseason and stuff like that. But the other thing that I didn't get, right? Yeah, was that I don't want to be, I don't want, I don't want to be a running back. I want to be a straight receiver. Then why do you have this whole entire campaign saying that? about wide back, that you like doing it, that you're selling t-shirts about it, that the Pro Bowl you said, yeah, I love doing it. I want to, this is something I can probably do. But now you don't want to do it. That's fraudish. That mean, that that's, that's saying to me that you're a fraud. That you're saying, saying one thing at one time, but now you're like, no, nah, I don't want to do it. That's, 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 he as a player isn't a fraud. Because he's you know, one of the best players in the league. But part of the reason why he deserves a big contract is because he does both things incredibly well. He plays running back and receiver really well. He's a top 10 receiver easily, top 5. And if he was a running back, last year he was one of, outside Jonathan Taylor and other, other like you know, Nick Chubb. When Debo was the running back, his average yard per carry I think was the best in the league. It's like 19 yards, I think, or some shit like that. Or like, yeah. no, not 19 yards, Jesus Christ. It was like eight, eight yards a carry or some shit like that. Yeah. So that, that's why you're trying to get this big money, because you're good at both. If you just want to be looked at as a receiver, there's no way in hell I'm paying you $25 million a year to be a receiver. You've done it, You've had one good year receiving-wise. Now, when you add the running back position into it, then it's like okay, I can see why you want that money because you know you've been you do you do both great. You're versatile, but now you don't want to do it. You've had one good year, receiving wise. Your second year, you got injured. You came up. You came to camp overweight, out of shape. Then you have a Liz Frank injury. Year one, you miss a you miss a game, which you know that happens. You miss a game, but year two, you have all these soft tissue injuries, which means you're not in shape. You're not working hard. You've worked hard last year. You played great. You still have another year of free. You still have another year in your contract. Like, you can't just... Yeah, it's... You it's, can't wait? It's... it's yeah, it's... Like, it's, you it's not, it's you, one thing yeah. leaving... It's one thing leaving in free agency. But it's another thing asking for a trade and then trying to get an extension at the same time. Yeah, if I'm the Niners, it's, I'm saying... Oh, you want to be traded? Okay. Um, here's the Texans. Enjoy, and we'll get their pick thirteen, a second round pick. We'll draft Chris Olave, maybe a corner. 
then a second round draft Christian Watson. We'll make another. Well, we can have. We probably won't make it. You probably can't. You can't make another Debo. But you can add guys to the team and say, okay, you don't want to be here. Fine. Here's the Texans. Davis Mills, Lovey Smith. Have fun, buddy. If I'm the Niners, that's what I would be doing. But the Niners don't want to do that because Debo Sam is one of their best players. But also, it sends a bad message to the locker room. Because now it might now this might change if he shows up for offseason training. Not mean not mean that he has to because he said he's not going to participate in the on-field workouts. That's fine. But are you there? Do you show up to see everyone? Do you show up to take part in meetings? How awkward is that? Because if you don't show up, you don't have a contract. You don't show up. You don't do the workouts. Guys like George Kittle and Fred Warner did show up did do the workouts when they wanted new contracts. They got they got new contracts in July, which is when the Niners do this. Right before camp. What's the rush of you? Why do you want to why do you want to deal right now? Is it because the boom in the it might be because the boom in the receiver market contract wise. But your your teammates waited. They got good deals. They're leaders of the team. You're a leader. This is not you're not you're not proving that you're a leader. Now, again, if he shows up, takes parts in meetings, is there, talks to the media, my tune is different. But if he doesn't show up, that sends a bad message to the locker room. And how awkward will that be? Because you have guys who pretty awkward, pretty awkward. Yeah, you have guys who waited. Like George Kittle waited to July, didn't say a word. Fred Warner waited to July, didn't say a word. They've had multiple years of greatness, of being elite. You had one good season. Now you're going to be compared to Tyreek Hill, who's had six Pro Bowls. Devontae Adams, who's been multiple multiple time All Pro Pro Bowler. You're not you're not in this you're not in their category. Receiver wise, as players, Debo. Does more because you know, he does running back, receiver. But now you don't want to be a running back. I don't. Now this all changes if they. Now I also I also put this on Twitter where I said, remember, Raheem Mostert demanded a trade. The Niners paid him. Robbie Gold demanded a trade. The Niners paid him. I don't think I think they're going to do the same with Debo. It might just take a little bit longer. He threw a big wrench into this. But I don't think they're going to trade him because they had, there's basically a deadline. If they don't trade him by the draft on Thursday night, he's not going to trade it. Because yeah. you, because you want to have those picks where you know where the picks are. You don't want to say, we have a 2023 first-round pick. Like the Jets give us that. What if the Jets somehow have a Bengals-type revival and go to the Super Bowl? Pick 31 for Debo? No. I want to wait till I know. So either you're getting traded before the draft on Thursday or Friday. You're staying for a whole year. We'll call you. We'll call your bluff. Are you going to sit out a full season? Okay, fine. Guess what? Your contract. You still have a year left in your contract. You're not a free agent, and we still can franchise tag you. So he has no leverage. Niners have all the leverage. Yeah, there's the the big wrench. Yeah, I'm. It hasn't gone up. It hasn't been great. Yeah, it's it sucks. Obviously, 
Um, it's it's a it's been a pretty loud off season here in the Bay Area regarding the 49ers, and it sucks being a fan right now. And you know, it also sucks that how the report of Debo getting threats and stuff like that is terrible. Like like yeah, the thing though. Well, no, I'm not the thing though. I'm no, not, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm not no, saying no. Not that's not that's thing, not no, that's not what I meant. No, I'm not saying no. That's like not every fan though. base has this. It's not like just a Niner fan base thing. It's not just what, us, exactly. Yeah, no, that's what that's, that's what I mean. That just that's okay. Yeah. That's just overboard, right? It's just not us, and then you know, boo, whatever. Um, but yeah. that's just that case should not be tolerated. That's yeah, it's it's, it's that's every. Fan this is this is a it's a fucking game, right? And. It is people's livelihood too. It's like, come on, everybody needs to calm the fuck down. What the fuck are you guys thinking, doing that kind of shit? Yeah, that's um, that's every fan but, base. And the thing is, he says, I'm, "I don't. It doesn't bother me." Yeah, it does. If it didn't bother you, you wouldn't say you wouldn't have said anything. And that's fine that it bothered you. That bothers anyone getting death threats because you want to be paid what you're worth. And do I believe Debo Samuel should be paid what he's worth? Yeah, he should get. He Absolutely. should get twenty five million. But that still doesn't mean that he's not acting like that. He's he's not acting like a leader. Do leaders do this? I'm not getting what I want. I want to be traded. I want to leave right now. He also the lie. The biggest lie is that it's not about money. Like, dude, come on. It's it's about money. Yeah, no, I agree. If it's not gonna, if the trade happens, it happens. It's it's that's whatever. Um, but I agree. If it's not gonna happen before the draft, or it's if it doesn't happen before the draft, or whatever, it's it's not gonna happen. And, and, and in my belief, I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think people gets traded. Um, no, there's no shot. I he, he there's no shot. There's just no fucking shot that this happens. He's gonna get paid. Um, if it's twenty five million, it's twenty five million. If it's somewhere in the ballpark in 20, 19 million, then it's 19 million. There's going to be a agreed terms. This is what's going to happen. And that is that. Because um, Mayoko said that they budgeted for a 22 to $24 million a year deal, which means that can go up to $25, $26 million easily. It's going to happen. It's, it's yeah. going to happen. It's just the amount of just people or the, the impatience is happening. And it, it's happening, and it's growing every single day. But what about this? Though? Let's say let's say they do trade them. I do have one specific scenario that I want to talk about. Okay. And this goes back to the Panthers. Panthers don't have a starter. Sam Darnold, n- not great. But here's my trade proposal: Debo Samuel and Jimmy Garoppolo. To the Panthers for picks and Sam Darnold. And here's where I go with this. Sam Darnold becomes your backup. You have a guy to mold, guy to play with, to try to have like a Mitch Trubisky type revival where he has a year under Shanahan. He's only $18 million guaranteed. You're already paying. You already, Garoppolo already cost you $27 million. So now you take on Darnold, you save $9 million, you get maybe their first round pick, which is pick six, another pick, maybe a player. They get a starting quarterback, they get Debo Samuel. He's out of your division, you play him once every four years, the Panthers aren't good. 
What about that trade proposal? I I I don't think that happens. And one, they had just paid DJ more. I don't think Debo would want that trade, which sucks, right? It, it's. But here's the thing, though. He has no trade the, the, clause. The, the, he, the Panthers. Or he he doesn't have a no trade clause, so. The, the Panthers don't go with a trade knowing that this is where Debo wants to stay. Why have him just for a year and that's it? Well, they could right? have him for two years because he has one more year after this. One more year. Then you can right. franchise him two times. So we could have him for three years, really. Yeah, it's just a very. This is just very hypothetically. I, I don't know. Yeah, right now um, it sucks that he wants to be traded. I, 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 don't, I, I don't want Sam Donald. <laughs> yeah. That's just my. Because it does make sense because you're already paying Garoppolo $28 million. You could save $9 million, try to flip him, sign him to a one year, $6 million contract, and be your backup behind Trey Lance. And Darnold, no matter what you say, Darnold as a backup is better than half the league, easily. Um, so you would take that, but I, it, I, I, it's just, it's kind of, it's just something you have to think about because now Debo wants to be traded, uh, but that, but asking for a trade, request to be traded, doesn't mean you're going to be traded. Like it, it's cute that he wants, it's, it's cute. I want to be traded. Okay, yeah, you want to be traded. Well, you're not going to be traded, so you're gonna, you're gonna sign this deal we offer you, that you, it's going to be a win-win for both of us. We want you to play wide back, but we won't do it as much. Because remember, they didn't do him at running back, pause, until Elijah Mitchell got hurt in week nine or something. Then they say, hey, Debo, you want to like, let's try this Debo same as a running back thing. It worked out perfectly. He became a superstar under Shanahan. And can he, because he did, he did tweet earlier today about, Something that I had to read three times because I just couldn't understand it at first. I was like, what is he talking? Like, what is he saying? Because, like, how s- reporters, like, only he, the diners, and his agent know the truth. Even though the guy who reported it said that he talked to him and he liked his tweets. Which makes me think that the tweet he made was about how maybe he does want to be a wide back still. Like, he doesn't ma- that doesn't matter to him. That could be what he was talking about. But... You know he didn't come out and say it, and we won't we won't never know till we probably won't ever find out because they have they have the press conference next week where Lynch and Shanahan talk to the media, which that's that's gonna be the first question because they don't have to pick the pick sixty one um, unless they trade Debo, which is I don't think is gonna happen. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it was it sucked. Twitter had that that Twitter reaction of oh god it's over. No, not real, not yet. The Niners still have his control. The Niners have all the leverage. He has no leverage. He, has no, he doesn't have a trade clause. He can be traded to any team, no matter what. But they want to pay him, they're going to pay him. Yeah, they're going to pay him, they're going to pay him. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Um, still have a year. This year and that year. Next year. But yeah. GG's. <laughs> yeah. Now, oh. if, he, if he gets traded, do you think... He's a product of. I, do you think he's a product of a system, or can he do this again of another team? Because I think it's a kind of mix of a both. 
I think he's a oh product of the... That's, that's, that's a great question, my guy. And yeah. I, do I have an answer for it now? Like, is he a part of it? Is he, is he as good because the system he's in, or could he do it, what he's doing here on a different team? Because I think it it's kind of... It goes hand in hand. He is a product of the system, but I think he would be really good on other teams. As good as he is with the Niners, with Shanahan as his play caller, I don't think so. But it doesn't mean that with Shanahan he's a top five receiver, top three offensive player in the NFL. Without him, was he? He's probably like top ten, maybe not. Top fifteen, maybe. Top fifteen, like he's still really good, but. He's even better because he's under a great system that the Niners have that helps. Is Debo going to have another year like this? I say no. Yes, yeah, statistically, yeah. Statistically, no. If he does, though, then he no. deserves every penny. He still deserves yeah. every penny now. But the reason why Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams got the contracts they got, because they, they've been doing it for five, six years straight. Debo had one incredible year. Yeah. Um, it's hard. To, it's it's really hard to say. If it, Debo is really definitely a great player. Obviously, we, we saw it as a as a rookie. Terrible that he you know we didn't see it as much when he was like you were saying in his sophomore season, only playing seven games that year, and you know coming in this game and finally you know having a breakout season, and all of a sudden it just had to happen. Now uh, is not ideal. Um, no. Plus, it goes back to Christian Kirk. That that's that signal the domino dom, Jesus the domino of receiver contracts being otherworldly. I'm so sorry. Yeah, um, you said the domino. You said the wide receivers dominating the market, like Christian Kirk, right? You said yeah, that? that was the domino effect. Him getting that deal led to Tyreek Hill wanting to be traded. Devontae other, Adams other wanted to be traded, get a new deal. Right, right, right. D- yeah. AJ Brown, um, DK Metcalf, Cooper Cup. Even though Cooper Cup said like, "Yeah, you know, it's it's cool. It could, they could do whatever. They can take it as long as much time as they want. I'm not in a rush." Which would have been nice if Debo was like the same way, but he's not. But which is you know, fine. Which yeah, but... which is. And plus, receivers are divas. The minute, the second they don't get their way. They want to be traded. They want to get. They want to be. They want to leave the situation, which is what Debo's being, which is what the receivers are. They have diva tendencies. Yeah, yeah. AJ Brown, similar situation right now. Um, Debo for AJ Brown, straight up? Question mark. I would do Debo for uh, Brian Burns, straight up. <laughs> <laughs> Burns and Bosa, holy shit! Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, we can talk about it all we want, but it's it's a waiting game as of right now for us fans, right? We we we, we can talk about, it, we can say a much about it. I've gotten questions. Just wearing my Forty Nine er hat around, it's it's crazy to think this is happening now, and rather not later, but a. Hey, Again, we can't do much about it. Obviously, people want to get paid, and it's a business. And I think people should indeed get paid. And it's, hopefully, it's going to be by us. And if not, I won't say what I said in our group chat, but we better hope if he does get indeed get traded that Brandon Ayuk 
Better be that guy. Yeah, if he gets traded, I hope he goes to the Texans and isn't obscurity for the rest of his career. Jesus Christ. Well, there it is. There you have it. Um, big news, obviously, in the NFL world today. Big news in the Bay Area concerning the 49ers. Um, obviously, this uh, moving. let's just move on to the NFL stuff and um, moving on to some sadder news. Obviously, Rip John Clayton, uh, what a guy. Uh, what he did for ESPN. And, you know, I know Jake's a big fan of one of his, one of the greatest uh, ESPN commercials in history. Jake has quoted on saying that um, RIP John Clayton. Uh, Jake? Yep. Second greatest commercial behind Alex Ovechkin. Are you a Russian spy? Ha ha ha. And then the guy leaves it like, if the teammate from above comes down to like a vent and says something in Russian, like, that was a close one. He's like, yeah, too close. <laughs> he just zip lines up. That's my favorite one. But the John Clayton had the second best one, so R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. And then also, uh, sad new news and uh, rest in peace to uh, Dwayne Haskins. Uh, you, you hate to see news like that. All of a sudden, I remember just being in San Diego and waking up to news like that. Um, fuck you, Adam Schefter, for being a dickhead. Uh, regarding the situation, but yeah, R.I.P. Dwayne Haskins, rest in peace, my guy. And aside from that, uh, the Stephen Gilmore news has popped out. Uh, he is signing with the Colts on a two-year deal. Um, are they a team to look out for next season, Jake? Or what are your thoughts on that? No, I don't trust the Colts. Not at all. No. Not even with Matt Ryan. No, it's the same shit as Phil Rivers. Like they're not going to win a Super Bowl. Let's let's hope they can beat the Jags this year. <laughs> well, there you have it. Uh, episode one fifty four, the BA podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the BA podcast. Follow us on Twitter at BA underscore podcast one. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on SoundCloud and on Spotify. And subscribe to us on the podcast app. Make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Do about fifty times again the system. Electric learning been in the industry for the past four and a half years now. It's good to talk yep. to podcast, top two hundred podcast sports, top two hundred podcasts worldwide. Um, if you do that, we'll give you a high five. That's that for today's episode, James. You said you forgot to say top sports and recreation podcast. Oh, so yeah, you got to do it over again. Make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review. I just already subscribed to the Hands Against System. Let's be an industry in the past four years. We've got a top number for a while. We also think that's a podcast for the regulation. As you know, we know we should for Star Super Class. If you go to the top number for a while, we have a five. James, I don't know episode. James? Yeah.